0: Oh, yes. You know what time it is. It's time for another episode of the 3 1 podcast. Joining us from Cleveland, Ohio, Mr. Pivot himself. Give it up for international Ian Lamont Morgan. We are victorious,
1: no matter what.
0: <laughs> and in Columbus, Ohio, by way of Cincinnati, but you know he still roots for the home team. Give it up for Keith Turner Jr.
2: Oh, is Trevor Lawrence still a lock at number one?
0: Ooh,
3: <laughs> we don't know.
0: And here in the capital city, it's your boy. They call him the Black Deshaun Watson. Oh my God. Malcolm, Malcolm. He just wants the best talent around him. Oh. <laughs> What's up, gentlemen? <sighs> How are we doing today?
1: Oh, Amazing, as I man. as I yawn there. <laughs> we're we're doing all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling like uh feeling like come with me. You know, uh, we we just gotta count our blessings and um focus focus on the victories in life. Man, that feels like a Keith opening from from
0: last season. That's what that feels like. <laughs> <He does.
1: laughs> <Feeling light.
0: laughs> It's not that uh, we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, so we got playoff action. There's one game we will not be talking about because really, who cares? We all knew what was going to happen. Um, but we're going to talk about a little bit about the other three games. We're going to start off, um, you know, Ian, do a little check in with you. The Uh Cleveland Browns did fall to the Kansas City Chiefs this weekend. Um, Ian, give us a pulse on the city right now.
1: Um, positive but disappointed um yeah we're we're definitely glad about the season uh remember you know after going what was it six and ten last year underachieving when we should have you know been a lot better um you know we had a better defense than we than we have this year as far as I'm concerned and everything like that but uh to come in and to be able to do what they did um listen 11 to 5 I will take and um playoffs getting to uh the second round is is um it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. So all things considered, now that I've had some time, mm. <laughs> um, you know, things feel things feel pretty good. Tough loss, but uh but hey man, I can't can't really hang our head too low. Our standards have been upgraded, but up until now, shoot, this was amazing. Yeah.
0: I mean it was a it was it was tough man. I I thought they had a shot at the end. Um you know, obviously the Patrick <laughs> Mahomes injury happens and it's like, oh man, yep. there's a shot. There's yep. a there's a window here. Yep. Um but it comes down to, to something that we've talked about off and on the season. The defense just couldn't couldn't Gosh, get man. it done. Yep. Um and so, you know, Baker Mayfield had a solid game. He did. Um I mean only, had only one turnover. Only one turnover. Yep. Um in the run game wasn't great. But they were getting some they were getting some chunk plays. Chunk plays. Yep. Um yep. from both their backs. And so yep. they were really able to control the line of scrimmage. But when it came down to it, the defense just didn't have enough um enough in the tank to make that last stop. And that, that last play call was was a was a thing of beauty.
2: Such an Andy Reid, Eric B. <laughs> type of call. Like I did not expect him to snap the ball nah. at all. Nope. Um nope. Wow. I mean but you know, here's the thing that I say. Um that fumble, they never were able to overcome that. Yeah. I think even though at the end of the day, you don't want um, Chad Henney beating you on a 13 yard rush and then you know getting the the fourth down play to Tyreek Hill. But at the end of the day, they should have been trying to go and win the game with a field goal because they would have been down. You know, had that you know that fumble not happen. And of course, there's always the gray area of, is this a helmet-to-helmet play? And, of course, it's a bang-bang play. They don't have the opportunity to really, you know, potentially call that right there in the moment. Um, but it's it that was a devastating play uh, because you think about it, they get the ball at the second half, they score there, they're only down a little bit. They go to half. They get the ball back. Potentially score again. We're talking about a completely different game, even with Mahomes playing. Yeah. So it was. Uh, I-, I thought that was rough, and I kept asking myself, okay, are they going to ever overcome that? So of course, the defense is going to have a tough time stopping Patrick Mahomes. But <sighs> I mean, I give it to Cleveland. They showed up. Baker played a solid game, as we said. Um, would have loved to see what an OBJ would have meant for this team against that type of team, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know,
0: Ian, you guys definitely have some things to look forward to. Um, but yeah, tough loss, even, tough loss. Even the pick, even the pick that happened, the Tyron yes. Matthew pick, it wasn't. You couldn't even really blame Baker for that because Ty- Tyron Matthew made a great jump just on the ball, and Jarvis just stood there. Yep, he um,
2: really did. I was like, "Whoa!"
0: It was like he just stopped. I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking. Usually, especially Jarvis, he'll go to the ball. Um, and we, so we all said the same thing.
1: <laughs>
0: so you know, it's one of those things, man. It just wasn't their night yep. when it came down to it, and the defense needed to make one more play, yep. and it just wasn't there. Gosh. And can we? Can we put some? Resp- not- go ahead, Ian.
1: Well, if I may, real quick, just to kind of dig into this, I I, I do think, yeah, true enough, true enough. I can't you, you can't put that pick on Baker completely. Uh, I think he has some other options that were less congested parts of the field. But yeah, when you get you, know, you you get the honey badger changing direction against his body's momentum mm-hmm. to, to pick off the ball, there's only so much you can do. Yep. Um. Yeah. The the helmet to helmet thing. I don't know how how much more someone would need to lead with their helmet to call it, um, and they call these plays in real time all the time. So I, I I can't make an excuse for it. It's also not, in my opinion, the reason that we lost. Um, even the pick, you know, it, it. I will say this was the game that Baker could not afford to turn the ball over. Sure. Um, and he's been so he's been so great about that. Again, you you. You got to play a perfect game. Um, I, for me, it, the the biggest issue was uh, is the play caller um, in the first half. I think yeah, he, it was shaky. You literally you literally wasted a half of and, and you know we talked about this. Um, you know we texted about it. If you would have told me that with Kareem Hunt coming in hungry to play this team with Nick Chubb, um, them our our rushing attack being our our biggest threat. Um, arguably being as dangerous as, you know, their, their passing attack because we could have, what, drain clock, one uh, at the time of possession, yeah. uh, keep the ball out of the Chiefs' hands, and that could have been the game plan from the start. For the first half to end, Baker has 17 throws, and, and Chubb has five rushes. Kareem didn't touch the ball. Nope. There was some very, very eerie and questionable things going into that game that I think, Second half, yeah, we come out, we put up 14 points and everything like that. But um, yeah, if, if Rashard gets that touchdown, and they talk about how they, they have a rule, a Belichick rule about not reaching that ball out um, like that, you know, trying to get to the to the pylon and everything. But yeah, I, I think the the game in a lot of ways was 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 swung in that first half and our lack of aggression and just lack of. of I don't know what to call it. It's a cool play calling because uh, it was it was stiff.
2: Yeah, I will say though, early on in the first half, like I think that you know the coach drew up a couple plays that really would have worked, but Nick Chubb dropped like two or three balls that probably would have been huge Absolutely. plays. Um, so that was critical early on and I also took mention of that I mean took note of that like okay you know these are these are I mean I see nothing but open open field on one of the screen passes they threw I'm like this is probably at least getting them in the field goal range and you know those are huge drops Um, I mean in J.K. Dobbins the same thing had a few huge drops you know in that game um, as well so it's just you know you're right when you're playing the Chiefs you have got to be on a hundred percent, and that was what I was fearing. Like even with Ohio State playing Alabama, you can't make any mistakes. You've got to take care of the ball. You've got to be on it if you're going to beat those type of teams. And uh, unfortunately for the Browns, and and again for everyone, I was rooting for the Browns. Yes, I was. Um, wanted to you know want the Ohio team to represent, but um, it was tough. And I could only imagine being a fan in that moment and that third down, you know, it's third in what, 20 or whatever it was, 15-16, and Chad Henney takes off. I am just I think I would have thrown something at the TV at that point. <laughs> Cuz I just could not. Oh my gosh.
0: Well, I mean, here's the here's our I'm going to end the, this uh this segment is can we put some respect on Chad Henney's name? I mean, the commentators were acting like he was like a, a first year player who had never played. He was like, oh, man, I just don't know if he's ready for this moment. He's been in the NFL for 14 years. I mean, and yeah, he's but- been a starter in the past. It's like this isn't this isn't um, that random backup for the Dallas Cowboys coming in who's never played in the NFL. And sure. no one knows. Sure. Chad henny has been around. He's been a starter in the NFL. Um, put some respect on that man's name. I mean, he's a prof- he's a professional just like anybody else. Um it, I
1: mean, <laughs> I yeah, mean, yeah. Look, there's would a dif- he, There's a diff. He's, he, he's <laughs> there's
0: a There's there's a difference between playing a rookie in that moment and a 14 year veteran in that moment who's yeah. been a starter before. Like for this sure. is a guy who Absolutely. hasn't played football before. But yeah. they were like, oh, I don't chat any. Good thing he got that experience <laughs> last week, y'all. He's
2: been playing
3: for 14 years. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: mean, but the situation
2: being thrown into is just it's, t- it's a tough situation it's detriment- like it could be detrimental but Like that's
0: the value of having a veteran quarterback who's played quarterback. football before
2: i don't know man that that throw he made boy was that just it's, that was crazy that was terrible but, we, but we've seen starting quarterbacks make those throws like <laughs>
0: what the heck
2: yeah that was yeah. but he made up for it and he won yeah. the game single-handedly
0: so yeah. hey
2: now no. they just pray that Patrick Quick. Holmes comes back.
0: Teams, get you a quarterback who's played a game before. Yeah. Maybe. Touche. Get you a guy In a year, that we've heard yeah. of. Like who? Anybody. Andy Dalton would be a person, an example. I don't oh, know yeah. where that gosh. came from. Came out of nowhere. Oh, gosh. No, I mean, oh,
2: there, we saw a lot of backups play very important minutes, you know, this year, especially with COVID-19. Uh, Andy Dalton Marcus Mariota played Really well Mm -hmm. when he came in like I was like Man this is better than I've seen you in Tennessee Right Um, You know there's yeah there's been some guys man that have Really stepped up I I still don't Know the backup quarterback is for the Rams I still don't know who that is I don't know I don't know Wofford Or whatever his (laughs) name is I have no idea either
0: He almost died So um, shout out to that guy
1: I think we, we can definitely give Chad His respect and mind you that was one Of the few things that they were uh Not like Tony Tony Romo's literally cheering for the Chiefs on the broadcast. (laughs) Like I I definitely should have watched with like the Browns or something else on because I was just like, dog. He's like, oh. Anyway, um, we could definitely put respect on Chad Henne's name. That was big. I would expect a 13-yard scramble from any of those people you just named before you would. If you if you would have told me that we would got beat. By the legs of Chadrick Henney then I, I, I would have, I might have opted to not watch the game. Right, but, um, but yeah, man, uh, no, big, big, big! Shout to the resiliency of the Chiefs. That was a huge, that was a huge uh, way to pull out that game.
0: It was, yeah, it was. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about this off season, know what the Browns can do uh, soon. But let's go ahead and talk about the other big game: um, Brady versus Breeze. Um, the Bucks didn't go down, they they won this game and really and really uh are are sending off Drew Breeze potentially in in the worst possible (laughs) way. Um, so you guys, if you don't know, Keith is a anti Breeze fan. I think he had a, I think he had a a upside down Breeze jersey on underneath his clothes. (laughs) Just really, <laughs> really rooting hard for the Bucks in this. In yes, this one. <laughs> yes, I was absolutely, absolutely. Um. So, what does it come down to in this game, Keith? Why did the Why did the Bucks win? Uh, four
2: turnovers, right? I mean, you know, it's the same deal with you know Cleveland and Pittsburgh last week. Uh, you force Drew Brees to throw three interceptions, you are going to win a football game, especially when you know. And here is the thing. The Bucks didn't start well at all. I mean, they were off to what, maybe two, three and outs, or maybe like a first down, you know, and I was like, Oh God, here we go again. Um and it was the defense for the Bucks, you know, getting Devin White back was huge. Um he played very well. Um, the secondary had some shaky moments, um, but did enough to get the job done and my goodness, I was just loving every bit of it as drew just through interception after interception, um, you know, so yeah, that's how, that's how you get the job done. And uh, their running game was also really solid uh, between Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones. They both made some really big plays. Fournette was catching the ball at the backfield. Um, I think that really is the the key for Tampa Bay. If they get solid rushing yards and they have all the weapons, there's going to be mistakes made by defenses. And uh, Tampa Bay took advantage. And uh, one of the biggest plays of the game, honestly, was a huge – I think it was third down. Tom Brady dropped back. Scotty Miller puts a double move on a corner that is disgusting. Mm -hmm. Um, Keeps a drive alive. They end up scoring a touchdown on that drive, which was huge. And uh, ever since then, their defense played inspired and – Oh, and there was no running game for, for New Orleans. Uh, I I believe I'm right on that. Um, Kamara had... He had 85 yards. Oh, he had 85 yards. Four yards. yards okay. carry, he, was you know. decent, yeah, he was decent. Yeah, he was
0: decent. Yeah, Actually, that's more than what he normally does on the ground.
2: Yeah, was he really active in the passing game? I felt uh, like they took Kamara he away. Three,
0: he had three catches, 20 yards, there six it is. targets. So they took away... Yeah, so they took that
2: away. They're, they're like, okay, cool. You, you know, you're not going to beat us in the air, which is a huge deal for New Orleans. And they didn't have Taysom Hill... Um, And Latavius Murray to kind of mix some things up So
0: it just I mean you saw the focus they had on on Alvin Kamara on the trick play they were in Where they they all jumped What they thought would be the throwback (laughs) Three people covering Alvin Kamara out of the flat And then Smith is just No one was fifteen yards of him in the backfield. I mean, uh, in the in the secondary. I'm pretty sure I could have made that throw. I mean, I'm pretty sure if if Jameis would have (laughs) missed, if he would have missed that one, it's just over for you. He's cut.
2: Yeah, (laughs) you're cut the next day.
0: Uh, what's his <laughs> he name? He
1: throw an interception there.
0: What's his name from the Bears? Would have called him, be like, "Bruh, see that the play are easy, you know." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But Ian, what? Um, obviously, the defense played well, but what do we see from Drew Brees in, in this game? You know, the rumor is that this is it. This is probably going to be the last game for Drew Brees. Um, what, what was going on with Drew?
1: The <laughs> I have to assign my own narrative to this because I, I refuse to remember Drew Brees in this way. This is his last game. Uh, he just wasn't healthy. I don't think he was healthy. I don't think he ever... Um, now, we understand there's tears to health, you know, um, especially when you're coming back from injury. There's the physical and then there's the mental. Um, and while I don't think that he's like a, a, a timid guy, and he did have some games where he played you know, pretty solid uh, toward the uh, the back end of the year, I never saw, so after he came back, I never saw the Drew Brees that was Drew Brees um, of these past couple, even few years. And so, you know, can you count uh, attribute that to age and attrition, or if it was, you know, uh, just the status of him? And so I, I think this game in particular, um, you know, I, this this won't define Drew Brees' legacy. Um, I think just looking at it, him and Michael Thomas not being 100% was Huge in in this in this game, and uh, if if you don't have if you don't have that, if you don't have um, they don't have the the depth and, and on the offensive end. Yeah, Jerry Cook is solid. Yeah, Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, but they they're not. You look at the other side of it, and you know, pick your poison: Mike Evans, you know, Antonio Brown, uh, Godwin, Gronk. You mm-hmm. know, it, it's it's not that. It's not that, um, and so I, I, yeah, I think his lack of health definitely factored in. I, I low key just wanted to play another year so that this is not the last that we see of him because it was, it's sad. But, um, but yeah, I, I think the Bucks just overwhelmed them. Um, that defense really did step up, you know, in, in all of the best ways at the best time. And uh, I was gonna say exactly what he said, just looking at uh, what they were able to do on the ground um that that definitely when you put Tom Brady in a situation where he does not have to be brilliant for them to win i think that's 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 the best scenario for uh, for you to get the w for Tampa Bay but we you know i i, I don't have issues with Drew mm. i mm. i consider some of his comments to be what it is that i i experience every day at work and you know the fact that the effort is made to turn a corner and, and, you know, even if it is seen as to, uh, to save face, you know, looking at the fact that there's some actionable evidence that, you know, you somewhat get it because you can never get it unless you're on this side. I don't have issues with Drew. So his, his, his legacy as, as one of the greats is still intact.
2: Well, Ian, I'm so glad that, you know, you woke up this morning and, uh, You know, maybe you spent some good time with the Lord and you felt, you know, in a a forgiving mood and you want to see the best in people. And I, you know, and I try to do the best as, you know, I can to do that as well. You know, Apple has this, you know, this philosophy to assume positive intent. But when you work with, let me start here. When you have African-Americans be the sole reason why you make all the money that you make uh, with all the targets that you have with. Uh, I just don't understand how you can even fathom bringing up the words to say what he said. And my problem is simply this. When you have the money and you have all these type of things, Um, and of course you're trying to save some type of public face. It's kind of like Rod Parsley. He had a lot of things to say and then, oh, you know, he has this backlash and now he's putting out all these statements about how he, you know, missed the mark or how he was wrong, blah, 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 blah. But it is just troubling that you even said it to begin with. And so for me, you know, Ian, you're talking about, you know, his health and all these type of things. And I'm just sitting over here thinking, is it karma? Is it karma that you, you know, I'm not going to say that you got hurt, but that you went out there and, you know, just stunk it up, you know, and go out losing. Um, Dare I say, that's what he gets. I have no hard feelings for him. I don't feel bad for him. I don't care if it's his last game. Good luck, Drew. Thank you very much. You're probably going to get some type of TV deal. And I don't care about that either. But what you said made me very angry. And uh it is, yeah. So, so long, Drew. And I feel bad. You know who I really feel bad for is New Orleans Saints fans because they have no cap. I don't even know if they're going to be able to re-sign Jameis again because um, they're going to be so strapped for money. Do you
0: want Jameis?
2: I mean, I don't I don't know. I don't know who they're going to be able to afford at this point.
0: Taste
2: <laughs> Hey Listen, New Orleans, you guys know how you can make this all up for what Drew Brees said and did. Bring in Colin Kaepernick. There you go. There's your answer. <laughs> no,
0: no, don't do that. Um, yeah, I
2: don't I'm not feeling no types of bad for Drew Brees.
0: Not at all. So the way I want to end this segment is, can we put some respect on Leonard Fournette's <laughs> name? <laughs> there
2: we go We put
0: some respect on <laughs> Malcolm that Malcolm all man. the respect <laughs> He showed He showed the skills That made him What was he The number four overall pick When he came out Of LSU Man hey,
2: was it that high?
0: Yeah it, it, He was the last Really the last Him and Zeke were the last Gen running backs To get taken that high Well in Saquon Wow Yeah it's Saquon Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah He was a uh, I mean, he had for over close to 50 yards receiving and a touchdown. Yep. Um, and then over 60, 60 yards, splitting carries with Ronald Jones, who was also really good in this game. He was. Um, yep. So, yeah, I, you know, th- that was a huge pickup for them to be able to get him, especially after Ronald Jones went down. He wasn't 100% in this game. You could kind of see it, uh, particularly on that long run, that he probably would take to the house when he's healthy. Um, but Fournette came in, ran strong, and then, Showed impact, um, in the, in the passing game as well. That's something that they're going to need. Yes. Going into Green Bay. Yes, yes, yes. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Um, but the, the last game we're going to talk about of this round is the, the Buffalo Bills taking down the, the Baltimore Ravens. Man, Malcolm, I thought you were going to say something about Drew Brees. Okay. Uh, I'm not wasting anymore. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> I'm not saying anything else about Drew Brees. Um, I've said all I need to say about Drew Brees. Oh, um, Dr- Uncle Drew. You know. <laughs> Um, (laughs) Uncle Drew. Uncle Drew is Kyrie Irving. First, (laughs) (laughs) he he, he ain't nobody's uncle right now. I'm (laughs) just (laughs) playing. Well, they both say things. Um, so the (laughs) Buffalo Bills (laughs) take down the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Um, yeah, you know, this wasn't This wasn't a surprise. I would say Um, the Ravens were playing well coming into this game, but the Buffalo Bills. Most people believe are the, are really the true test for the for the Kansas City Chiefs in yep. um, the AFC. Um, so, what what did the Bills do in this game that that showed why they're that elite contender um, in the AFC? I
1: did not know their defense was was that. Like they they had definitely shown up and shown some. Uh, saw some some flashes of being solid, you know, from time to time. But normally they were blowing out their opponent. So it did not it didn't really resonate with me, at least, Mm -hmm. uh, that their defense, you know, even last week, you know, their their game with Indiana was it was solid, but they barely won that game. Yeah. And it was not for lack of, you know, Indiana uh scoring the ball, being able to move the ball effectively, but I mean, to for Lamar Jackson to be as dy- dynamic as he is, and they were, they were not giving way, um, you know, to for, to the Ravens. Uh, uh, now, again, I, I have to reiterate how wrong I was. I said something a few weeks ago to the effect of, you know, if Josh Allen is your lead rusher, I don't know, Buffalo has Man. it. They were abysmal on the ground. Um and, and even yeah, that Devin Singletary just doesn't have it. No, he the doesn't. fact that they're able to overcome that type of, you know, inept um um you know running game is is really it is it's the difference between um and you know we won't even get Aaron Rodgers and that game in the game that they played. Um and and in this game, Josh Allen was just special. And he made the difference. And that's that's really what it boiled down to at the end of the day. They had a special guy dropping back and and generating offense for them. And the other team, you know, Lamar wasn't special before he went out. Yeah, I mean,
2: here's the thing. The Bills' defense is known to give up points. But they're a bend and don't break Type of defense. They're going to give you yards. They're even going to give you some points, you know, 20, maybe 21, 28 points. Um, <laughs> except when the Titans put up 42 on them. But anyways, um but yeah, they, they, they bent, you know, and there were some points Lamar made a few plays, you know, with his legs, but they just didn't break. And I mean, the fact that you're able to hold a Lamar Jackson in that offense to three first half points. And then they don't score at all in the second half, even before Lamar Jackson went down. Um, You know, says a lot about the way they game planned for Lamar Jackson. You know, they they came out and said, "Okay, hey, we're going to do our best to make you beat us in the air," and we know that that is Lamar's kryptonite. First of all, he doesn't have a whole lot of great weapons. He has a couple, but he needs another another one at least. And um he, Baltimore, again, they were dealing with drops. They were dealing with. Um, lack of blocking, their running game was just nowhere to be found. Buffalo just game played well, and um, yeah, I mean, again, the biggest thing for Josh Allen is you add Stephon Diggs, and and that I mean, he had eight catches, and so did John Brown. Um, Sixteen of their what was it twenty of their twenty three uh, completions were the two guys, and that's because those guys were you know game game changers. So. You know, I think it's it will be crucial though. To your point, um, Ian, it will be crucial for them to at least have. Let's see, they only had thirty-two rushing yards. I think they need to be <laughs> about seventy to seventy-five. And I don't care who's doing it, but they've got to have some rushing yards if they're going to beat Kansas City this I, week. I don't see
0: where they get it from. I mean this this running this running back group is just. I mean, TJ yelled, and I thought he I thought he was out of the league. Like, okay. I had no I idea he was with them. Honestly. <laughs> They were talking about TJ Yeldon and they even like They were like you know the, the Bills You know they really miss Zach Moss and TJ Yeldon you know he's just uh, But uh, these Bills They're winning this game like they were just like <laughs> No respect for TJ Yeldon's name and I don't have any either because he was t- trash um, Look the, the The thing The revelation that I've had this year Watching the NFL You have to have wide receivers that can Beat their man yes correct Consistently. Mm-hmm. That's what makes the, the great teams great. Devontae Adams, for the most part, is gonna beat the man in front yeah, of him. Absolutely. Stephon Diggs is gonna beat the man in front of him. Uh Jarvis Landry can do that for the he can beat the man in front of him. These these Ravens right receivers, they just don't have a guy. Like I, I watched they put they put Des in the game and the D B comes back had to have been ten yards. Absolutely <laughs> no respect for Des Bryant. <laughs> just none <laughs> like i'm looking at this i was like is he even covered and they said they're like yeah look he's playing him 10 yards back and i'm like N- and and marquise brown you know he's he's a good receiver but is yeah. he a guy that's consistently going to be able to beat elite corners nope. and it- 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 willie Snead isn't i can tell you that right now Boykin is isn't that guy <laughs> nope. um Mark Andrews, an- Mark Andrews, he's Mark Andrews, he's good tight end. Yeah, but they don't have that guy, and so if you're going to be an elite team with an elite quarterback who can do it, you need somebody that when the chips are down, when it's third and three, you know he's going to get off the line, beat beat his man, and give Lamar a chance. And it's just these wide receivers are just not just not good enough um, nope. for this team. And nope. I think that's because they actually ran the ball pretty well. They had 134 yards on the ground, ran for over four yards a carry um but the the passing game just isn't there consistently um
2: yeah and you know i was i guess i was discounting you know lamar and mm-hmm. huntley added 60 mm-hmm. 66 yards mm-hmm. i guess i was just thinking like okay cool you know both of them had 10 carries for 42 yards uh when it came to edwards and, mm-hmm. and jk but yeah i mean when you're relying on jk dobbins to catch the ball six right. or seven times
0: it's just not He's gonna
2: drop at least one.
0: And they're gonna give that to you all day. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah, JK yeah. Downs, yeah. you can have it. Yep. You can have it. Um, so they've the, the Ravens need to upgrade this <laughs> offense. Um, they really need to be able to, to get down the field and use Lamar has an arm. Yep. So get some people that can beat coverage, get down the field, and this offense will be so much more dynamic with the way they're able to run the ball. Yep. Um, and they did this year basically really Mark Mark Ingram who got released actually uh, yesterday yep. um was a non-factor the latter half of this year yep. and Doppins played pretty well so they have, did play well yep. him and Edwards are a good one two punch they with are. Lamar Jackson they you've are. got your running game yep. the offensive line is solid maybe you need to get a couple more young guys to develop but if they were able to have some real wide receivers that would put pressure on defense this yep. Ravens team could be so good but yep. when it comes down to it in these tough games against good teams you look at them and you're like why why can't they do this every week yeah, it's
2: going to be a really interesting offseason. I'm going to be paying attention to what they do in free agency. I don't know what wide receivers are going to be potentially be on the market. Um, but that and then this is a pretty loaded class of yes. receivers. So there's going to be some names that's out there. You know, Chris Olave will not be one of them, which was pretty shocking. Um, but there's there's gonna be plenty of names for the Baltimore Ravens to be able to look at to say, okay. Let's get let's get some help on you know for that receiving core, and then I think we talk about a much
0: scarier team. But all right, so we're gonna talk about the game this week. But real quick, I I want to know who is giving draft advice to Chris Olave. <laughs> yeah, and I'm saying his name wrong on purpose. Lorenzo Wade. <laughs> if I'm Wade, I'm coming back next year because yeah, I need to redeem my my yep. status. Yep, and if I'm Chris Olave. Just That man Justin Fields is gone. I'm going, too, because I don't – no offense to C.J. Stroud or whoever the other people are, ain't none of y'all Justin Fields. Yeah,
2: but I think the only thing about Olave is that if he gets another year and he's really solid, he's probably going to be a top three receiver versus just a top ten. So if you're thinking about this year, you're thinking Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, what's the dude from – is it Oklahoma State? Ty- Tylen Wallace? Tylen Wallace. Tyler Wallace will be up there. Uh, Jamar Chase. Uh, Terrence, Marshall, Terrence, Terrence Marshall. So there's five names that are probably going before Olave. But he was projected as a first-round pick. Olave? Yeah. Really? Yes. I did not see that mm-hmm. in yeah. some of the draft boards. Okay. Well, never mind. Uh, so, of course, yeah. it
0: might be ESPN. ESPN had him, or Mick Shea might have had him as a, as a first-round pick. Um, but that's the thing. If you're, if you're a first-round pick, like, what do we – yeah, I and mean you, that. that, that what are
1: we, right. What, what are we doing?
2: Yeah, I'm not sure actually on that one, but
1: hey, I'm I'm grateful as a Buckeye fan uh, that he's coming back. I,
2: I just hope that, that I hope that
0: quarterback is is ready to throw him the ball and give him because if he has a bad year and he gets he drops down to the second or third round, that's. A lot of money. Well, well, yeah, and the team will be very glad to get him in the second or third. But Wade is, I don't know where
2: Wade is about to fall. That is going to be very intriguing. I know he's not a first-rounder. He, he no better, way.
0: He better light up the combine. He better run a 4-0. <laughs> prob- Bench-press 900 pounds seven times. The only
2: thing that he's going to be able to say is that he's really a nickel, or he may even move to safety mm-hmm. because he cannot play man-to-man coverage. He is so bad at man-to-man coverage. Decent tackler, mm-hmm. I will give him that, but not a good man-to-man coverage guy. So, oh, but also, guys, the Bills did sign Devontae Freeman. So, let I'm curious if this week, if he shows up, I'm telling you, if there's a reason he was available. He's available. Yeah, I, uh, um, guys, that, that didn't get me excited at all. Guys, he's, <laughs> listen, I would rather put in a Devontae Freeman, and I know that he's definitely going to be a a nightmare potentially in the past game. You know. I'm not saying he is what he was with Atlanta, but I would take him over T.J. Yeldon right
0: now for sure, especially with this offense. Well, you're take a lot of- <laughs> <laughs> with this offense, I take Master Teague over T.J. Yeldon. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Easy, Malcolm. Oh, no. Easy, but uh, oh, but yeah. No.
2: So that'll be interesting. That's another thing I'll be curious about this week, leading up to this game, is if they're going to be putting him into the game
0: plan at all since Zach Moss is out. Just curious. I have a question. So this is, sorry guys, this is getting a little little deep dive. So last last week, the uh, Packers signed offensive linemen from the Colts. Yes, correct. Because he was on the on the practice squad that needed extra offensive linemen. They signed him, and then he tests positive for COVID and can't play. <laughs> here's my question. Do you still get paid?
2: <sighs> I think so, because you signed. I think so. Yeah, I think you yeah.
0: do. So this, here's my other question. If you had COVID, and you're like, man, I could really use, you know, extra, whatever, 20,000 this week. Hey, yo, the Packers called. Really? And you just think about it. Yeah, 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 let's do that. <laughs> you, gotta, you, gotta yeah. come, you gotta come and take a COVID test. Cool. All right, like. all right. All right. So, what, can you read me the clause about COVID? <laughs> right, right. I wanna know everything. <laughs> um, <That's and>, wow. <laughs> so, let's wow. talk about. Yeah, when I saw that they signed him, I was like, okay, I didn't know that was legal, but that's cool. And then, yeah, like, practice
2: squad stealing is definitely a thing. And then they sure. were,
0: and then they were like, oh yeah, he won't play because of COVID. I was like, oh, well, that sucks. Well, for maybe he could play this week, you know? I don't know. Yeah, I guess if they need him. Anyway, right. let's talk about these games. NFC Championship. We got Tampa Bay oh, versus man. Green Bay, oh, the oh, frozen man. tundra. Tom Brady, My Aaron Rodgers, goodness. first time meeting in the playoffs, um, in a Super Bowl. Here's the funny thing. The the Buccaneers could win uh, three road games and then get a home game in the Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, what's what's the keys? Keith, give us us the reason why the Packers will win this game.
2: Uh, I think it's because Tampa Bay's secondary will not be able to make the plays they need. I think... You look at a Drew Brees who wasn't able to make some of the throws, versus an Aaron Rodgers who will not make those same mistakes. Um,
0: it's, he shouldn't, but he did the last time.
2: This is true. This is true. But he won't again, in my opinion. Um, but I also think Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones, um, AJ Dillon, um, Jamal Char, Jamal Williams, will be the X factor for them. Mm-hmm. Those three. That that combination is one of the better ones in the NFL. You know, of course, you still got the Browns ahead of them, but that's a solid little, you know, trio that they've got. I don't think they use Aaron Jones as much as they should anymore, Um, but you talk about Jamal and um, and Aaron Jones in the passing game Mm -hmm. as well as the rushing game. I think those guys will do enough to, you know, to give Tampa Bay uh, some issues. Because I I don't think that, you know, Green Bay's defense is – great um I I honestly think when healthy the Tampa Bay's defense is better um Mm. but I think that you know you're talking about Aaron Rodgers and he's just an x-factor the way he stretches plays and I think he'll break down that secondary that Drew Brees honestly you know made some made some plays on just you know made too many mistakes so to me it's that it's that uh Aaron Rodgers and then that um
0: that running back trio well, and speaking of health, Vita Vea is off the IR now. Mm, um, May play, huge. Um, that that, is huge. and that will be big for yep. for the uh, for the Buccaneers. Ian, if the Buccaneers win this game, how will they do it?
1: <clears throat> uh, they'll do it because they were able to. I think uh, I'm calling a Ronald Jones game. Mm. I think he'll have a huge game, mm. and because I think Aaron Rodgers is more likely. Um, to to throw in the traffic or to to give you uh, turnovers just by way of him being Aaron Rodgers, knowing that he's great, and I, I think he'll play a lot more fast and loose than a Tom Brady, who would be more calculated and frankly has better receivers. Mm. Um, yeah, sure. So I, I I think we'll see one two one two turnovers from Aaron Rodgers. Mm. He, he is prone to do those in these big games. Oof. All um, right. but, but again, I I agree with Keith. I think their defense is just better. Um, and I I think Ronald Jones is kind of is going to show out in this game. Mm. Um, that coupled with the turnovers uh, will give Tampa Bay the win. Whoa, whoa! Oh, so you,
0: you're predicting a Buccaneers win? Mm.
1: Out here, yes, sir. Um, and again, I, I don't think I if you take away Devontae Adams, what what are the Packers? Mm. No, that's that's a huge that, that's a huge task.
0: Uh um, what was Adams' but, stats against the Rams?
2: Uh the he didn't loose. he didn't have a great, great game, honestly. He did have a touchdown nine. Nine
1: catches, ten uh ten targets, sixty six yards. Yeah, sixty six yards. Yeah, he got yards. in the end zone. He did get an end zone, you know. But what
2: he brings on the field, just because of who he is, mm-hmm. is what really makes a difference. That's how you get a guy like Adam Lazard, who's wide open because the team is focused so much on Devontae Adams. So he did have nine catches, you know, um, you know, sixty-six yards isn't, you know, Devontae Adams. You're you're almost always normally going to see eighty to one hundred yards. You know, <laughs> Mal- Malcolm knows all Absolutely, too well. Yes, um, so. in,
0: in four touchdowns, just four touchdowns. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, uh, but that's the thing. You know, these other guys, and, and my goodness, that uh, who dropped that wide-open touchdown uh, for Green Bay? Uh, oh, I think it was Val- Valdez Scantling or whoever it was, I think a week ago. Um, not a week ago, a couple weeks ago. Or was it this past week? I forget. But it was a wide-open touchdown that he dropped. But anyways, Devontae Adams does that. And so uh, even if he only has 50, 60 yards, you're gonna see a guy like Lazard or Valdez Galen or they're tied in mm-hmm. have some big some big plays.
0: Um, so So Keith, what's your prediction for the game? We got we got Ian picking the Bucks. Lee. I'm
2: gonna go with Green Bay, uh twenty seven twenty four because I think it's gonna come down to a potential last possession or something like that. And I think that, you know, Aaron Rodgers will make enough plays to get them in field goal range to potentially win win this game. But I think it could be a, a back and forth type of game um, unless one of the defenses just plays incredibly inspired football and, you know, makes the plays they need to. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to go with Green Bay, the home field advantage.
0: I, I, yeah, that's what I'm going to roll with. Look, I'm really excited about this game. Yeah. Drew Brees, a uh, Drew Brees. Sorry, Drew. Oh. Man. <laughs> oh, not you, Drew. Oh mm. man. Sorry, Drew. Um, sorry. No, no, no. Here's a, sorry. Before I give this prediction, how would y'all feel if Tom Brady threw a touchdown pass to your son after the game? Did y'all see that video? After that the game, amazing, Tom Brady and, and Drew Brees are that talking, have given, you know, doing the. they were in plain clothes after the game. Their kids are out there, and Tom Brady throws a touchdown pass to Drew Brees' son. That's really cool You know what I'm going to do no. If I'm Drew Brees I'm intercepting that <laughs> <laughs> Man I'm, I did not see and that uh, and, I'm, and I'm dancing In Tom Brady's face Yeah Hey man That, that,
1: that makes me think of oh, that Chappelle Show episode Where he's like Nick Canada's Is hilarious <laughs> 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 like, wow, I'm going to be your Favorite comedian son
0: Now look My little boy Get in the car Damn I'm going to keep This ball forever The hell you are <laughs> <laughs>
1: Right 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 Immediately stabs
0: we run and go routes when we get home. I'm not playing this shooting anymore. um <laughs> so yeah man i'm I'm really looking forward to this matchup though the Bucks defense is playing at an elite level again, and we saw what they did against the Packers earlier in this year. now the Packers yep. obviously have are gonna have some adjustments for that um but I think the key is gonna be is gonna be the running game again for Tampa Bay if they're able to get. Ronald Jones yep. out into the um this is the Battle of the Jones brothers, by the way. <laughs> really <Aaron>. sure is. <laughs> um but if they're, if they're able to get Ronald Jones going and Leonard Fournette, they're helping in the passing game. And remember in this game, they really didn't get a whole lot from their wide receivers. Um, you know, um Breit had catches, Fournette had catches, but Mike Evans only had one catch. Chris Godwin was almost invisible in this game. Bruh. And he had um, a big drop. Yeah, man. and Good Antonio cool. Brown has the injury. He's on yep. the injury report. We'll see how how he um, progresses this week. But yep. um, if they get if they are able to get that from the from the passing game, um, and they get the running game, and the defense plays seventy five percent of how they played against the Saints, I think I'm going to go with the Buccaneers as well. I just mm. it just feel it mm. just feels like this is this is the story this year that the Buccaneers got. Got hot at the right time. Um and I think they, they go to Lambeau and get the get the upset. I think it's gonna be a low scoring game. Um, cold weather, both of these defenses are gonna be keying in. Um I'm gonna say fourteen to ten. Wow. 49ers. Yeah.
3: Mm. And
2: Ronald Jones had hundred and thirteen yards and two touchdowns the last the last time he mm-hmm. played. I, when they blew I was out when they blew out Green Bay. So
3: Yeah. It,
2: uh, I forgot about this being revenge game, so that's yeah. why I'm definitely sticking with my pick. <laughs> I, mean, I am definitely sticking with my pick. It is going to be a revenge game. I mean, and, y'all, that's been this the story this year. Of uh, the, the playoffs. <laughs> of the playoffs, the college football playoff. <laughs> revenge, revenge, revenge. So, yeah, it's – yeah, I'm going to stick with Packers. <clears throat>
0: yeah. Um. So let's go to the AFC. Bills, Chiefs. This is the matchup everybody predicted and I think wanted to see. Yeah,
2: after the Steelers – you know, started choking games away. Cause at first we were all saying, like, oh, okay, yeah, let's get a Pittsburgh and uh, Chiefs game. Uh,
0: yeah. No. Oh, no, never mind. No, nope. nope. Let's not, let's not do that. <laughs> and by the way, next week we'll do a ranking of the best wide receiver groups left in the playoffs. Um, so get ready for that. Mm. Uh, no, we're not mm. going to that. We're not doing that. We don't yeah. do any rankings at the show <laughs> It'd be cool though. It would be, um, mm. but we already take an hour as it is, so it's make it a three hour show. Um, I'll start off with what the Bills need to do to win. Yep, um, they need Patrick Mahomes to show up for one. That that would really help. <laughs> Uh, a patch of- <laughs> I mean, he's got
2: five steps before he has to before Look, he can play.
0: I might just be calling, be like the mailman, "Yo, man, um, say you have a package you need to bring in, and just drop a package on his toe, and then hit it in the head just a little bit, just a little, just a little, little nut." No, Um <laughs> they've got to get, they've got to manufacture a running game. Yep, and and you know what that looks like in the NFL? It's it's screens, it's mm-hmm. little gadget plays, it's those jet sweeps. They've got to yeah. manufacture something to make this. To make this Chiefs defense fear more than Josh Allen, because um, Tyron Matthew is a different kind of monster. He's, yep. he's gonna be he's gonna be hunting, hunting that whole game. Um, so they've got to manufacture some things, even maybe even some called quarterback runs to get Josh Allen going. Mm-hmm. They can't be as one dimensional as they were against the Ravens because. Um, I mean, even even though it felt like they dominated, that they only scored seventeen points.
2: That's not gonna win against And you. against
0: the Chiefs, it's not it 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 ain't gonna happen
2: unless they don't have Patrick Mahomes. Then it could happen. Then it could, but <laughs> then it put could. Some
0: respect on Chad Hennie's name. You know, uh, I was gonna
2: say. You know, we already said that Chad uh, listen. That that was like a, a back, drive or two. We are
0: running. We're not talking the whole game. We're calling. We're calling uh, quarterback runs. <laughs> Read option to say. and go. <laughs>
1: and I was actually joking. I don't think much of it at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, neither did the Ravens. Look what happened to them. Um, oh man, I got another side thing. We'll talk about after the, uh, we talk about this game. Um, so yeah, I think that's they have to manufacture something on the ground. Or I just don't know. I I don't think they'll be gonna be able to score enough because they're gonna be keying in on on Stefan Diggs. They're gonna <laughs> and Cole Beasley's not healthy. That's the other thing he's not healthy He's this not is healthy, true. And this that makes true. a difference and so if they're Able to key in on Stefan Diggs and they're not Worried about Cole Beasley really being a factor in This game that puts a lot of pressure On John Brown and those other receivers um, So The running game is going to be key they can't have 32 yards rushing in this game and expect to Win it's agreed. just not going to happen agreed So uh, Ian
1: <clears throat>
0: If If this sounds weird to say If the Chiefs win what what Will be the reason why
1: um, interestingly enough, yeah, of course, Pat Mahomes, that that's a huge deal. So, you know, you got to keep your eye on that. Um, but I do think they missed Clyde Edwards-Hillard Edwards- yeah, in, yeah. in, in that game against the Browns. And um, now, you know, Darrell Williams, he, he really did have a decent game. On the he left, stepped so Take nothing away. Uh, take nothing away from him. But I do think that that's going to be a factor. Um, it's just health. It's just health. Um, I, I don't think there's much that would stop Kansas City from uh, from being able to go ahead and win this game if they have a healthy roster. And given that Edwards Hilaire was questionable uh, coming up the game against the Browns, I think there's a good chance that he may be back. Uh, but back in what capacity, back at what percentage of health, I think is really the, the, the big deal uh, in this game. I honestly think this defense has enough um, they're not elite. They're not, you know, they're not amazing. But like you said, uh, with the X Factor of Ron Matthew, it, it's really starting to give Troy Polamalu vibes um, mm. that he is just a guy that can make um, um, a play or a series of plays that even if they're not headline plays, they change the dynamic of the game and, and they limit what it is that you want to do. So, um, yeah, I, I think, you know, health and, and getting that defensive pressure and and like you said, if, if they can force Josh Allen out of the pocket, that's another thing that I'll, I'll be watching for. Make him scramble. Now, he's dangerous with his legs. I was like about to said, say,
2: uh-huh, I don't know if they want to do that, Ian. <clears throat> I mean, I, it,
1: well, it, he has not been having as much success with his legs over the last um, – I mean, and well, I, I'm not sure. I can't remember off top uh, what it is that he did last week, but – I remember looking at some of the stats from uh, the latter end of the year, and Josh Allen wasn't—he wasn't killing it uh, running the ball
2: because he didn't um, have to. Because I mean, you know, Stephon Diggs was going for two hundred yards or one hundred twenty-five yards, and Cole Beasley had another hundred yards. You know, so he didn't—he could sit in the pocket and and just pick defenses apart. That's why he didn't have true to enough.
1: But his appeal was that he was literally their best running weapon. Correct, probably for most of the year. Yeah, um, sure. he came out doing that time and time and time and time again. I'm just saying, toward the latter, latter half of the year, now maybe they were a little more conservative with him, trying to protect him. But um, yeah, I, I, I just think defense, health, and 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 making, it, you know, uh, limiting his options so that he can't, like Keith just said, sit back in the pocket, pick you apart, is going to be huge. So pressure is is going to be a yes. big deal from that D line. That is
2: that is definitely key for sure. So Keith, yep. What's your prediction for this game, <laughs> y'all? I'm going with the Bills. Oh. Yeah, Ooh. I'm I'm going with the Bills. I think I think I think we're going to see Kansas City struggle on defense. I think we saw it with Cleveland honestly. If Cle- Cleveland just didn't make the plays when they should have or could have um and they and they still had one turnover and Cleveland still beat them. I think if I'm the Bills, I see what it takes, like the, the bill, I'm honestly, like even with Tyra Matthew out there, Baker was picking them apart a little bit, honestly. Um, and it was just unfortunate that, you know, Nick Chubb didn't catch a few of them passes that could have been bigger plays. I'm going to go with, I'm going with the bills because I, one, I don't think they're going to stop Stefan Diggs. I think Diggs is going to have a big game. Um, I think he's going to have a hundred yard day. I think he's going to have another touchdown, and I think Josh Allen or a combination of you know Singletary, uh, Devontae Freeman. I think they need fifty yards and a touchdown to win on the on ground. The, on the ground, fifty yards and a touchdown, and I think they'll win. Even if it's Josh Allen, it doesn't matter. If they get a rushing touchdown, I think Josh Allen will do enough in the air. I think they'll get the job done. Especially with, we don't know. There's a whole lot of question marks around Mahomes and, and all those type of things. Uh, but I think the bills will do enough to keep the clock moving, getting first downs, chewing up time. Josh Allen's going to get outside, make a few runs. Um, yeah, and I'm going go with the bills. Oh, score. Ooh, that stuff. Uh, I'm going to go, um, 28,
0: 24 bills. Mm. Rolling with the bills. Wow. I'm going to go with the, I'm rolling with the champs. I'm not going to overthink this. Um, <laughs> All year. They've been trying to find reasons to pick other people. Just I'm not gonna overthink it. Um Patrick, if Patrick Mahomes plays, they win. Um and that's the that's the assumption I'm rolling under. Um he's the difference. And I think they'll I think they'll pull away late. I think it's gonna be Chiefs twenty seven, thirteen.
1: Ah, okay. Wow. Uh well I hate to not be super excited. oh no, I didn't get my score for the other game and that was 28-24, oddly enough uh, yeah. that I'm taking Tampa Bay um, as far as this game goes yeah uh, same if, if Patrick Mahomes plays Chiefs win uh, I'm also I'm calling experience on this game mm-hmm. over everything I think okay. Buffalo definitely they are hungry they they are but they're young in their pursuit and I think um the them being the champs matters. And and I think that uh that'll factor in. So I am going actually. Chiefs thirty one, uh, Bills twenty four.
0: Mm. Mm. So we'll be watching those games this weekend. Um, man, we're we're really close to having our Super Bowl matchup. Um, it's gonna be a matchup with some good quarterbacks. I can tell you that right that now. That it will be. Yeah. Um, yes. Other NFL news: Urban Meyer, mm. the finally official news that we've been hearing about for what seems like a month. Um going to Jacksonville, building his staff now as we speak. Um let's let's do this. Jacksonville with Urban Meyer, do they make the playoffs next year? No. Let me look at these teams again. Um so
2: if we think the Chiefs are in again, you know, barring any craziness. Um Cleveland's probably in, Titans, um, Potentially another AFC team Whether it be you know Pittsburgh or Baltimore hmm. No not not next year mm-hmm. but the year after I think so
0: okay. All right. Ian any chance Any chance they take a quarterback other than Trevor Lawrence Number one
1: <sighs> According to Urban Meyer you know They'll be looking and Oh, you see Justin and you see the. No, <laughs> they're, they're definitely taking Trevor Lawrence. Um, but yeah, I mean, and I think they'll have a solid year. Uh, they, you know, if they can fill out, they kind of mortgaged the defense over the last couple of years. So I, I just think they got a lot of work there to do that'll take more than one season to get it done. Yeah. But no, Trevor Lawrence is going there. Um, mm, and then other news. Know, I don't know, guys.
0: I'm pretty sure. It, this is all. It's all theater. Oh yeah, we're we're thinking about like when the Cleveland Cavaliers We're thinking about you know we're going to look at all of our options. I bet y'all are. Y'all are <laughs> right. looking at all the LeBron James related options. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, other news: Deshaun Watson really does not want to be in in, uh, in Houston anymore. Keith, give me one team. One team you'd like to see him on.
2: I guess the 49ers honestly. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it makes Star. sense. I, listen, a lot. All the reports have been talking about the Jets doing everything they can to throw. I do I, not want him to go to the Jets. You know. That and that's, is in the a AFC, terrible organization. In the
0: AFC. Just, that's another one. They're going to try not to do that.
1: I do not yeah. want that to happen.
0: Ian, where, where you want to see Deshaun?
1: Oddly enough. New Orleans.
0: Mm.
2: That if would
1: be the, interesting. You, but they don't have the money, really so it won't happen. Yeah. Things, things are possible,
2: Keith. No, they're not. Not with their cast. What
0: did Kevin Durant
1: say? Anything's possible. Yeah, right. <laughs> there, there are ways to finagle these things. Listen, you could make the money work. But, mm. uh, yeah, no, I think that'd be interesting to see um, him paired again with an actual number one receiver mm. um, would be something, something special.
0: I have made no secret that I want him on the 49ers And I don't care what it costs Take it all We'll we'll trade you our coach I don't care I want Give me, give me this team With Deshaun Watson That's what I want um, But I think the other um, The other um, Option nobody's talking about I don't even know if it's really possible I'm just interested What would the Raiders look like with Deshaun Watson That's
2: That would be a lot of fun A whole um, lot of fun
0: I don't know, it's not possible I don't think it's possible at all But, and it's another AFC team Um, Highly unlikely they trade him in conference Completely He's not going to, they're not trading him to the Colts They're not trading him in division That's never going to happen Nope. Um, So, and then Yeah Denver would also be interesting Because they've
2: got a few weapons out there They've got some good running backs They just don't have a quarterback
0: He's not white And John Elway likes white quarterbacks Yeah That's going to happen I mean.
1: So speaking of quarterback, Washington. Washington, Oh, yeah. There's another one. Yeah, they they need a quarterback too. The football team. First
0: of all, Washington is trying to recreate the Panthers over there. They're more likely to (laughs) talk. They just they just hired the former uh, Panthers GM as their GM. They're just Kyle Allen's over there. They're going to just keep bringing in former Panthers until they're the Panthers again. So Cam (laughs) Newton is going to Washington. (laughs) Atlanta would be fun too, though. It will be. Uh, I was
1: thinking about them, but, but I they've was, got a they Matt Ryan. They got to figure out what they they do with that. They can't get money. over Matt Ryan, yeah. and I don't. Know I mean, uh, my last one that I think would be interesting: the Bears.
0: Yeah, the Bears is definitely. You know, they don't league. make good quarterback decisions. They never do. They <laughs> thought, you know what, Mitch Trubisky is not the guy. Let's bring in somebody. Nick Foles. Let's bring in Nick Foles because he doesn't <laughs> look washed at all. Um, he won a Super Bowl, guys. <laughs> Come on, he beat the Pets <laughs> Last thing is, is the Patriots is the other. They need a quarterback. They do. Um they need a lot of badly. things. You will talk about teams that don't have anybody that could beat a, a defensive back. None of those wide receivers can beat any defensive no. back in a in a game of connect four. They're just <laughs> terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of quarterbacks, so real quick before we switch gears to, to a little bit of NBA news. Have y'all noticed the profile of quarterbacks for the Baltimore Ravens? They're all the same. Oh my God! (laughs) They're all
2: black mobile guys. (laughs) Yep,
0: they went all in on this on this process. So Lamar Jackson goes down, and I'm like, "All right, we're gonna see RG 3 And you know, I see a black quarterback come on. All right, like I'm, I'm actually get like RG. Like, let's do it, man. (laughs) Do it for us. And I'm like, that's not Robert's number. Nope. Who is that? Yep, is that? Did they sign Tyrod Taylor when I wasn't looking? <laughs> and they're like Tyler Huntley. Is it? I was like, what? I do not
2: I do not even know who that dude is. Where did he play? Ball,
0: college Utah. Ball? Oh, I actually remember Utah. him from Utah. Oh, okay. Um, but I had no idea. I, Trace McSorley McSor- was the third-string quarterback, but he's also hurt too. So I was just like, where was Robert at? He's he got hurt. Remember oh, in the the oh, one game he right. played, and he's just they actually just released him actually uh, yesterday as well. Poor RG three. So I was like. They definitely have a type. Yep. They had Troy Smith at one like this. All that. <laughs> you would so guys. There's progress. Black quarterbacks. If you need a job, <laughs> the Ravens. have your agent call the Ravens Well, you better be able to run, though, because uh, that's true. He,
2: he, if you can't run, you're so, a pocket passer. Dwayne,
0: no Dwayne Haskins, get your agent on the phone. He can't run though. He, he's, well, he's good. Look, I ran. I ran a four six. That's pretty good. <laughs> you know, I'm right out here. <laughs> Or white quarterbacks who can run, you know? Right, right.
2: Zach Miller, I mean, Zach Zach Wilson, get him on the phone.
0: No, he can throw too well. Um, (laughs) So real quick, NBA news. James Harden, we didn't get to talk about this last week, unfortunately, but James Harden gets traded to the Brooklyn Brooklyn Nets, um, got his way. Um, Yep. A lot of movie parts is a deal Here's who I feel bad for I feel bad for the Indiana Pacers Because they made yes. this deal Got Karis LeVert <laughs> Then they <laughs> oh Have a red flag on his On his medical And he's out indefinitely And it's like So now y'all Lost your top score And don't have anything To <laughs> replace
2: him with Nothing
0: So um, I would like to say My take on Karis Levert's looking pretty good right now Um But that was a private conversation That we will not bring into The show <laughs> Um Unhealthy, <laughs> he's still better. <laughs> well, he's not better right now, I can tell you that right now. <laughs> um so James Hart, does this make <clears throat> the Nets the favorite in the East? Yep.
2: I mean the East already wasn't deep. Um
0: I think they're better. The East is pretty
2: good. Bro, outside of I mean when it was just KD and Kyrie, they were looking like a problem. Um, and well, I mean, of course, they had you know LeVert and they had you know <clears throat> Harris, all those guys. But I mean, you you talk about Milwaukee and Boston. Who was the other like contender? Philly
0: is playing really good. Playing they really are, but well I still right don't
2: now. think they would be a contender um, to get to the NBA Finals. I think they're like maybe another year away. I think they'll play well. They'll get like maybe somewhere between a three to five or six seed in Um, But I mean. It wasn't so they, he definitely makes them the favorites. They just beat Milwaukee last night. Um, so
0: Milwaukee is just so, they're so predictable in a late game scenario. And then when they do something unpredictable, it's terrible. Like they did, they ran, they ran this stupid play to end the game when they were down, where they had Giannis at the top, at the, at half court. Mm hmm. With, mind you, there's only like five seconds left. They pass the ball on to Chris Middleton, and Giannis runs from half court to the basket. But by the time he got there, it was one second left. Yeah, And so I'm like, okay, that was different, but what the hell were you doing? Anyway,
1: that's just, I don't know. But yeah, see, for those type of reasons... Go ahead, Ian. No, no, Giannis is best when he's got when, he, when he's coming down court, you know, <laughs> let's, let's, let's his you, momentum going. You need the ball first.
2: Yeah, they're definitely the favorite in my eyes in the East. you th-
1: what y'all say, y'all NBA insiders? <clears throat> so I'm definitely going Brooklyn. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, if especially if they start getting some solid play out of DeAndre Jordan, they can't be done. It's mm-hmm. my thing. Yeah. Um, there, there's got to be some moves to come because right now their roster is, is thin outside of, but you don't really need much outside of, I think the other thing kind of becomes what, what really is happening with Kyrie. I think they, they went too <laughs> all in to to say, let's cut bait and, you know, deal him mm-hmm. and, and get some value back now. But, um, I don't know what's going on with this cat. I, he's all over the place. He's, unpredictable apparently he's you know on his way back he was trying to play this past weekend but he tried he I was i think that becomes
0: he's yeah. practicing and he was they were hoping he could play today but he they're saying he's his condition conditioning just wasn't quite there yet but he should be back this week
1: which is odd like homie's been playing all all, all season <laughs> he did trade cap and everything like that now just because he was weird for a few days, <laughs> now he's not conditioned to play. Look, it's, it's
0: interesting. Y'all know how this Y'all go to the gym, y'all feel good, and then you don't go for two weeks, and you go back, and you're like, "Oh man, yeah, I haven't been to the gym in two <clears> weeks. <throat> I feel, I feel the difference." Uh, I, <laughs> that's for us regular folk. He's a professional athlete yeah, now. Right, he's, pro athlete. he's also sucking on stage, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's doing a whole yeah, lot of yeah. stupid things. You know. Um, so yeah, I I actually watched. I've watched a, a couple. Brooklyn games with James Harden and they're Playing him at the Point guard um and mm. He's he's it looks Good yeah. <laughs> it looks really Good <laughs> um and KD is Playing out a really I mean he looks he Looks 100% healthy Yeah man um but my Concern is just the Depth when Kyrie comes Back how is how is This gonna fall are They're gonna keep James at the at the Point guard position Which I think may be The key for this whole Thing working um because Kyrie is just not that Good of a passer not That kind of playmaker um And then the depth, once you get into the playoffs They're they're really thin I actually like their backup guards They have Landry Shamit, who I like Mm -hmm. Um, They've got a couple other guys on the wing that I like Um, Joe Harris is starting for them right now (laughs) Jeff Green will go to the bench, hopefully Um, They need another big Uh, They need another couple bigs And I think the the loss of Spencer Dinwiddie now is even larger Because you don't have that guy off the bench Who can give you a little boost But um, Yeah, I don't think they're done They're going to need to get a couple bigs and luckily in the East there's not really any bigs you're super worried about Other than Giannis yep. Other than Giannis okay. and Joel But you have a center You have one center um, mm-hmm. Which is which is fine Joel will give him problems Joel yeah. will give Brooklyn problems yeah. Absolutely um, But I mean in the East I think they have enough But it's all about how Kyrie gets added to this mix I think he needs yep. to be the one that takes the step back Out of this, this group <clears throat> He has to be the one to say I'm going to do the little things. I'm going to get guys involved because James Harden, to me, James Harden and Kevin Durant are both top five top five players in the league. Um, Scoring-wise, yeah, yeah, absolutely, for sure. Well, they're good enough to be top five, period. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And so uh, Kyrie has to be the one. Is he willing to do that? He has not been willing to do that up to this point. He has not. (laughs) And so that's what they're going to have to figure out. Um, but they've got Joe Harris, who's a great shooter. They've got DeAndre Jordan, who's going to do all of the dirty work. Yep. Um, the Dennis
2: Rodman work, if you will. Yeah.
0: Yep. He's going to play defense. Yep. He's going to get rebounds. He's yep. not going to ask. He's not going to do the Dwight Howard. Give me, give me some paint touches. Why? <laughs> yeah. Why would we ever I'm do you know. For three. We know. Nope. We know. Um, so I think that they, they just got to get a couple more depth pieces, and I think they're in, they're in a good position, particularly on the inside. Particularly on the inside, they need some help. Um, so that's it for today. We spent a lot more t- time talking about the NFL than I wanted to, wanted to. but. It's okay,
1: guys. Um, Football season's almost done. <laughs>
0: God, this going to be the NBA show coming up soon. Thank no. God. I've uh, been waiting for this. All right, parting words, guys. <sighs> Keith, give us your parting words. Uh, you know, shout out to the New Orleans Saints fans. I knew, I knew it was going to be Drew Brees related. No, no, oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no.
2: You know, here's the one thing I will say about Saints fans, and I'll also say this about Cleveland Browns fans: they are extremely loyal, and um, you know, have stuck it out. You know, I have a, a friend of mine who is a New Orleans Saints, you know, diehard fan, and you know, they just they roll with the punches, and they also called Drew Brees out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, um, gosh, you guys have been through a lot, but um, you know, your team they've they've been solid, but you know. Off to all, matter of fact, to all of the NFL fans who are loyal to your teams, shout outs to all of y'all because you know there's a lot of new Chiefs fans we see out there now that uh, came
0: out of the woodwork. So <laughs> a lot of Chiefs flags I didn't even know existed. Right? I'm like, oh, you're a Chiefs fan? Oh yeah. You yeah, know, man. Man. my uncle died in Kansas City one time. So.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to the loyal fans, especially the loyal Bengals fans, as we continue to suffer
0: through the uh, the terrible ownership of Mike Brown. Goodbye. Wow, that was that was a good pivot, by the way. I did not see that going back to the Bengals. Um Wow.
1: <laughs> I, I definitely like what you did. That there. was impressive. Thank
0: you. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Ian, give us your parting words. I think I have a feeling I know <laughs> what this is gonna be <laughs> uh,
1: Pardon parting words for the uh the coach of the year, Kevin Safas. Oh Damn. yes, um, for sure. Shout them out, let him know that uh we appreciate um having you know, a man, the man for the job, the man is steady. He, uh, he is not too excitable. Doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low. Um, but is focused on the job. He is, you know, he's definitely giving, uh, the vibes of someone that you, that you keep on staff for, for 10 years plus something like that. I think, uh, I think we got our guy and now that it's confirmed that we got our quarterback who, you know, under adversity was able to perform very well. Future's looking bright. So, uh, Excited about the organization, excited, uh, proud of my city. Mm. Man. My parting
0: words. Uh oh. <laughs> Go to the University of Tennessee football program. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have been following <laughs> what's been going on. But there's a massive it's not even just a regular this is a massive recruiting scandal yep, going cool. on in Tennessee. Um in, centered around it, started around a player they didn't even end up getting. Um he ended up going somewhere else. Um, but to this week, they fired their head coach, uh, let go of several other staff, uh, and it's all connected to this recruiting violation that may lead to some uh, level one and level two, um, infractions <laughs> in Knoxville. Um, and now Philip Fulmer, who has been the AD for three years, former, uh, national championship winning head coach at Tennessee, also retired, uh, <laughs> this week. Um, they're saying it's unconnected. We all know Come on guys <laughs> yeah, right. The handwriting is on the wall So here's my question for University of Tennessee Was it worth it? You guys aren't good Nope And then you're having recruiting at Like Was it worth it? I don't even know what they did I gotta read the story now mm, pay, They tried to pay You know Trying to pay the right people To get the right player to your school And it, it hasn't worked at Tennessee Here's my thing if Christian you're gonna, is, he, is he somewhere? You know <laughs> <laughs> Um It if you're going to cheat, at least be Alabama. At least be Ohio State. Right. <laughs> you know, I get it. At least be, what's, an, what's another tier below that? At least be Clemson, L- LSU. L- at least be LSU. Like, you know, we're in the conversation. We're around. We're Florida. You know, we're right there on the edge. I guess they're trying. That's what they're trying to do, Malcolm. That's well, why they're willing no, to pay these you guys. You don't start doing that until you're close. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's not close. Tennessee, it's sorry, guys. No one's going to want that job. Oklahoma has already been the beneficiary of your misfortune. <laughs> Got a five star uh, offensive tackle coming from Tennessee playing for us. Thank you, Tennessee. Yep. I think this is going to be another one of those situations where these guys are going to start transferring and you're going to yep. see. Oh, former five star transfer. It's right. It's Memphis. You better, you guys better be on the phone calling all them Tennessee kids. All of them. <laughs> Every single uh, one. You know, we in the AAC, there's a shot. We could get into the, we have undefeated season. Y'all suck and y'all going to be on probation forever. <laughs> um, so shout out to Tennessee cheating the wrong way because mm. you're not winning mm. anything. At least give them something to take from you. wasn't this an Alabama team? guy? Hmm? The coach? Uh, He did come from Alabama Mm. Yeah Mm -hmm. But so the the, But the University Jones What are they doing What are they doing (laughs) No before that Derek Dooley was the Was the just Hire that made no sense But They even came out and said Like look It's either He had no idea What was going on Or he Really went uh, Out of his way To find out He didn't know What was going on (laughs) Um, So shout out To University of Tennessee it's not getting any better over there, and uh, anytime soon. Anytime soon. Sorry, fans in Knoxville. Still remember our Bobcats playing you guys. Pretty tough in Knoxville. Felt pretty good. I don't know if we, I don't think we won. No, we did not. We, we beat Penn State, State be at Penn State. We did beat Penn State. But uh, so it sucks to be a vault right now. And that's how we're. Mm. Really, oh, another well, quick shout out. Breaking news today: the the Mets uh, GM got fired. By the way, this is the most baseball news we'll talk. By the way. Um, Ever Mets Met's GM gets fired Because he sent inappropriate text messages To a reporter Yep, But here's the thing He admitted to it last night He went on the record and was like oh yeah I did that My bad Mm -hmm. And I was like You think that's how this is going to end Like you just apologize and we all good And then today they're like he's fired And the text messages are wild Like the woman is like Please stop sending me these pictures I don't want them please stop
1: Oh my god (laughs) That's that's the more embarrassing part Like you 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 had to resign because of Unsuccessful (laughs) (laughs) And like
0: (laughs) persistent Like you know, maybe after she doesn't respond to the first one, maybe you just stop. Like, you saw the text? They had him up, they're actually running the little story on the oh, yeah, ESPN. I gotta see it. And she's just like, "Please stop. This is really unprofessional and offensive." And then he like tried to clean up, oh, "If you need any help with your career, just let me know." Mm. I don't want any help from you, sir. No,
2: none. <laughs> none from you, sir. Oh, cringe, cringe. But
0: my whole thing is like, how do you go on TV and be like, "Yeah, you know what? I did do that?" So, yeah, let's talk about the off-season. No, I, no. I do? <laughs> you're I'm done. Out. I'm out.
1: You're fired, first of all.
0: <laughs> you're done. Oh, uh, man, oh,
1: man. Pull off the Wait, Lindor trade. Is, is, is that where Lindor went?
0: Yeah, I was going to say pull off the Lindor trade and then get fired. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's how we're going to end this episode. Wow,
3: baseball.
0: <laughs> of the 31 podcast. You got your little bit of baseball news from us.
3: And that's Ooh. all you're going to get.
0: Um Yo, so,
3: these texts
2: are wild. Yeah. Sorry, guys. My goodness.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 wild. Uh, sorry, sorry, one more time. And the fact that he admitted he's admitting to this. I mean, granted, he probably knew it was coming out, but like, bro this wasn't just gonna be an apologise that we just go back about our day.
2: Wow.
0: <laughs> when you know that those are the text messages, you should just don't even talk about it, just resign, go home. Man. I think that we need to, you know, have conversations about uh,
2: what we're sending to these ladies. Uh, If she don't want it, stop. Just stop. I think. uh, Can we just all say? Never mind. Nope. I'm not going to do it. Never mind.
0: Oh, sorry, guys. I thought this show was about to get really good here at the end. I mean,
2: if she wants it.
0: Oh okay, yeah, let's not do that. But I, yeah, I just, I just but, but if the person is not interested, like bro, leave it alone. Leave it alone. Like, what are we even talking about,
1: guys? Guys, let's give him a break because he said the more explicit ones are not a V. Those are like <laughs> kind of like joke stock imagery. <laughs> he
0: he sends the photos and then texts. Am I annoying you? Yes. <laughs> like what? Okay, God. look. I don't want to tell them myself, but there's. I think we've all sent a text message to a girl like, "Hey, let's let's get together," and then you don't get a response. That tells you something. Hey, yeah, she doesn't want to hang out with you. Yep. Now, hey, if she there gets, it <laughs> is. And so, bruh if you send it, if you send it her a picture of the hammer, hey, bruh she's not. No. Nope.
2: And then, like, are you going to be able to get another job? Like, in, in no,
0: like nowhere. No. No, you better oh, start. Man. You better start a consulting firm yep. for people with Sexual abuse allegations. Exactly right. Exactly. Oh god, I don't even feel bad for him either. Yeah, it's wild.
1: Can you imagine getting a picture that still has like the? It's not a watermark, (laughs) but the uh...
0: Adobe Stock logo on the. (laughs) (laughs) Because
1: they got it off Google.
0: That's wild, bro. All right. Well, hey, Ian, you you got some baseball talk. There you go.
1: That's not what I was expecting,
0: but it was what I needed. <laughs> so once again, this is how we're going to end the show today. <laughs> oh, from Cleveland, Ohio, Mr. Pivot himself, international, Ian Lamont Morgan.
1: Trey Kevin Love.
0: Wow. Okay. Did not expect that one. Good job, Ian. Uh, and from Columbus, Ohio, by way of Cincinnati, Keith Turner Jr. Cincinnati does have basketball teams, so I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> And here in the capital city, it's your boy. They call him the Black Jason Williams because I come up in the clutch. Ah, this has been the Three in One podcast. Okay. See you all next time.